0: You're listening to Adults Talking Anime, a place where adults talk anime, video games, cosplay, and whatever else they want. Today, I have Haley Gansert with me. Haley does a lot of interesting things that I'm going to let her tell you about because I think I'm going to get it wrong. (laughs) So I guess it depends on how you want to do it. Hailey's a cosplay photographer, she's a cosplayer, and she also works in the anime field.
1: Right. Yeah, uh, anime field, animation. I mean, I work in America, so it's definitely more the just generic sort of animation field. Mm -hmm. But we have kind of touched up on the anime aspect, especially with the fact that so many people who work in it now grew up on anime. So that kind of fine line between Western animation and Eastern like anime is like starting to blur together a little. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm not complaining. It's
0: great (laughs) for me. That's what I grew up with. I (laughs) want to see more of that. I guess we could just kind of start with what you're... Well, since it's your actual job, what (laughs) let's start there. That's probably a good place to start.
1: Uh, All right. So I'm an editor. Uh, More specifically, in recent years, I'm an animatic editor, which is kind of a position made more so for animation, Mm -hmm. sometimes with video games as well. But uh, what I do essentially is I take storyboards drawn by the artist, and I essentially build it up into uh, an edited thing to watch. Yeah. It's pretty much like the episode, just not finessed. Ah, cool. So you have all the art, it's mm-hmm. a little blocky, you're missing the in-between, some of the actions aren't totally clear at that point, mm-hmm. but I add in the dialogue from all the actors, uh, I work with the showrunners or the writers, whoever, to kind of finesse it, to clean it up, cut things, add things, yeah. put in temp lines, et cetera. I do a background music pass. I do sound effects pass. I essentially put together a full episode that can be sent out to like the animation team. Yeah. So they have a reference of what they need to work off of, along with like sending it to the uh, like people who actually do the sound effects mm-hmm. or do the music. So they know from what I built what they should be kind of referencing off of. Oh, so, that's
0: pretty cool. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a beautiful marriage of the art field and yeah. the like film field mashed together yeah. because that's what I went to school with and I couldn't decide what I wanted to do so I went and found a job that did both.
0: <laughs> that's oh, that's perfect. That's exactly, that's like the goal where you actually get to use your degree to... I know, wild, right?
1: (laughs) I didn't think I would actually get to go to college Uh, and use what I learned in college towards anything. That's so good.
0: But, you know, (laughs) who knew? So that's perfect. So I guess that kind of leads me into saying, this is what you wanted to do then.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, when I was in college, it wasn't something I was aware of, Mm. being an actual field. Yeah. Um, It was kind of something I fell into by accident. But yeah, I went to school to do animation, I had done some film in high school, and I missed it so much, I was doing that as well, so I picked it up as a second major, because, I don't know, I thought I wasn't taking enough classes for whatever reason. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, as one does, because six classes a week isn't enough, right? Oh my
0: gosh. So
1: I did both of that, and then I was making short films and was kind of editing stuff, my own animation, and using some of the skills I learned from actual live-action editing to put together and was realizing that this seems to be something that people kind of do, but they don't really teach it to you in school. Yeah. They had one day of classes going, here's how you edit your artwork into an animatic. Huh. But we're not going to explain anything about it to you. So good luck.
0: That's that's so. the one thing I do have to complain about some form of like a BA in arts or even an uh, MFA yeah. in, in arts at all. Because even with acting, it was very similar. Like, this is how you act. Yeah, yeah. But they never talk to you about the actual business of acting. Like, oh, how absolutely. do I get this job? Or how do I not necessarily represent yourself? There's agents and other people who can do that for you. But in the very beginning, you got to be your own agent. You have to be your own publicist. You have to be your own advocate.
1: It's the things they don't talk about and the things you genuinely need to know. Like even with animation, one of the things for us was we should have learned how to pitch our stories, how to pitch in front of like a group of people Mm -hmm. and how you meet and how you like, represent yourself and what's an elevator pitch like yes. how do you quickly get your story and your idea across to someone in an interesting manner and then also learning like how do you tell your story itself so doing mm-hmm. all the character voices and things like that <sighs> they don't cool. teach that to
0: you <laughs> well, i would have bummed i know it, it, <laughs> exactly my thing is i'm always like how do people know i feel like i'm just finding out about yeah, stuff yeah. all the time and it's so upsetting <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it totally is. It's one of those things where you like show up on your first day at work, you're like, I got this! And you go, I don't know any of this. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, what was I doing in school for? Exactly. You're like, where was, did I miss a day? Yeah. <laughs> did, I missed, did I miss that class? I several
1: years, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this was totally, yeah, animatics was an accident for me because I was offered um, to assist on a featured animated project mm-hmm. from a teacher. And I went on an assistant and clearly they didn't read the resume I gave them yeah. because several months in they went, oh, do you know how to draw? I go, yeah, that's that's literally on the resume. Yeah. That's what I'm going to school for. <laughs> and they're like, oh, can you help assist the uh, storeboard artist? Mm-hmm. So that was my kind of dive into professional storeboarding there. So I did some cleanups and then started doing like some of my own boards and. Uh, and then I was kind of assisting the editor at that yeah. point because we were a small, small, little group of people working in America for a Chinese film, which oh. most of them were back in China. Okay. So we have a team of, I don't know, eight people. Yeah. Um, and then the, fortunately for me, I guess... The editor threw a fit at the last minute and decided to take everyone with him that had any experience in editing, oh. and just kind of left overnight. Like I, I think he was kind of talking a big game. He's like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it." And our director just kind of snapped and was like, "All right, I'll help you pack your car." And he just helped him take everything down, and that was the last I saw of him. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, then he was like, "Well, shit, we don't have an editor." I'm like, "Well." no kidding he just walked out like there he goes um he's like do you know editing I go yeah I know some editing he's like can you teach me to edit I'll go well okay I have like five six years of experience editing. I've been editing since high school Mm -hmm. did it through college did as a part-time job etc etc uh I was like sure I can try and teach you but I don't know how this is gonna go that's not
0: something you learn overnight definitely not you can't be you're like, oh, I'm going to edit this film. It's a learned skill set.
1: It's like yeah. drawing. Like, you yes. don't just suddenly draw overnight. No, it's a developed skill set that takes you a decade minimum yeah. before you go, oh, maybe I kind of like my art now. That's huh? so funny. So, yeah, editing was the same style. So he did one day of le- lessons with me and he yeah. goes, can you just take over editing? <laughs> sure. I know. You're like, mm-hmm, thank sure. you. <laughs> yeah, that might work a little better than whatever we have going on right now. Yeah. Like, I'm totally out of my depth here like there's I don't know what I'm doing. Sure. I've never had experience with this. Like the school did not set me up for this at all. Uh-huh. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but it was like sink or swim and fortunately I somehow swam and uh, got through the whole project. I love it. I finished my portion, got it all sent off to China, was still kind of editing from home while yeah. the team was in China and I finished and wrapped, and a week later, the whole film tanked, and the studio
0: disappeared, oh. and
1: the owner of the company <laughs> ran off with the way.
0: But oh. I got my experience out of it. There like, you go. Huh. That, All right, that, <laughs> so, that goes on the resume. Yeah. <laughs> still goes on the resume it's perfect they're like do you have references i don't but i
1: have the whole movie on my end (laughs) so (laughs) you're just no one ever asked for it back i was like (laughs) okay do you still have this movie oh i have three versions of this movie because they did two versions before i joined oh wow so i have three versions of this movie all with the same characters but completely different stories that have been written that have like real voice actors like the version i worked on had uh Dairyberry work on it. She's she is the um, the one who did like Jimmy Neutron. She's okay. currently on um uh oh shoot, what is that show called? The one that does MoCap, uh Tiktone.
0: Oh, which is an
1: adult swim like oh, animated okay. series. Gotcha. Um she's on a couple other things and I'm just like we have like a real voice actor but we can't get our shit together and that's... get people paid and what happened oh to no oh, oh no so that was my first few gigs actually this everything I worked on would just disappear the moment I wrapped
0: oh. so well I guess at the end of the day though <laughs> the experience didn't disappear oh, the
1: experience was great yes. so
0: that that is really helpful oh yeah. that's <laughs> that's wild That what a wild story that's crazy I mean I have something very similar with a film I did where all of a sudden it just disappeared I filmed some of it and then yeah. never saw it again and I've been there done that that's just things I mean that is entertainment baby oh, yeah, <laughs> welcome no. to the entertainment world where things just disappear
1: <laughs> it's amazing the number of projects that get started and it sounds like it's in the works yeah. and then you can even have a film you can have it edit it and somehow the transition of when it's done and when it's supposed to, like, air somewhere, it's just gone. That's so crazy. I don't know where crazy. it is. Like, just, it somehow, it falls apart and they lose money last oh, the last minute. Oh, yeah. And they're like, no one's ever going to get to see this now. You go, whoa why? Yeah, I know. You're
0: like, can I get my scenes or can I get my part? (laughs) Can I show that part? Can there be proof that this happened at some point?
1: They're like, no, it never happened. Good luck. Oh my gosh.
0: That's wild. Oh my God. That's so crazy. But that's cool that you got that experience, which obviously helped you get to where you are now.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is Very cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was definitely ups and downs. Uh, I mean, that's anyone who works in this industry Mm -hmm. like voice actors, uh, people. I mean, cut even cosplayers. Like, you're going to have peaks where you think yeah. you're doing really well and then you're just gonna have nothing for months it's dead mm-hmm. Wow. I, yeah <laughs> well or eternally know. forever Con like 2020
0: <laughs> Con season 2020 yeah we all see that now bye guys peace out <laughs>
1: yeah no i was after doing like i think three different features i worked on i then had 10 months of unemployment Oof, and yeah. i had to pick up minimum wage jobs to make up for it yeah so, for sure and then I worked in IT after that, which wasn't even my field, but I knew just enough about tech, I could get by with it. So mm. it took a while to even get back into it. Mm-hmm. So you have to be crazy to work in this field. You have to be crazy to like what you do yeah. and to be like, no, I'm going to keep doing it. Because everything about working with what you love kind of wants to drive you insane at the same time. Absolutely. And you, it makes you want to almost hate what you do, but... <laughs> It's the love of it. that You're like, no, I'm going to still do it anyway. Uh, And no sane person should ever keep (laughs) going for it. It's like, (laughs) how many times do you have to get this wrong before you go, no, I should stop? No, it will never happen. That's why we all do what we do. (laughs)
0: exactly. That's how you know, that's how you really know you love it. Because if you can turn around and be like, you know what? I could do something else and probably be just make as happy more money. yeah make she more money better really hours <laughs> be less stressed or something then maybe i do that thing it's always the i'm sure you've heard this in some of class i know the acting the acting 101 of college yeah, yeah. is always like if you could see yourself doing any other job do that
1: <laughs> that's... i mean it's not bad life advice I guess. you have to be crazy to do this like, you know that's actually what makes this field so fascinating too mm-hmm. it makes what like fans in general so fascinating because there's so many aspects about like things that tell you hey why are you doing this this is absolutely insane you go well I don't know. I'm going to do it anyway. This is crazy. It's like what I love though. And it just drives you in a way that nothing else will.
0: I love that. So I'm going to let you guys in on a little thing about Haley. Haley is definitely a Jill of all trades. And I would (laughs) have said Jack, but I'm going female, baby. Jill of all trades. Seriously. uh, I'll talk to you almost about anything, some form of streaming or some form of equipment or photography or anything. And you're like, oh no, no, I know how to do that. (laughs) I'm just like, what how <laughs> she's literally my go-to she's my cost mom actually you guys <laughs> she really is You and Jelena, we call ryan and i call you our cost moms because we're like we were just like little baby birds who did not know anything we just walked around and we're like this is fun but no idea what we were doing where we yeah, what we were supposed to be doing costumes falling apart yeah costumes are just yes absolutely just things are falling off us it's it was a whole people are crying it's a whole thing and you guys were always uh well especially you just like you're like no i got this uh, i can fix that armor i can do this whole and it's <laughs> insane you guys have to go check out her um you got to check out her instagram both of them her photography and her actual instagram and you can see a lot of her work I have probably some of her work on my instagram too just like link shield and uh just different things that Haley's put together because she is literally a Jill of all trades I talked to Jelena a little bit uh about cosplay yeah and she was telling me how she got into cosplay and how basically you kind of pulled her yeah, yeah. into it. But since she was talking about being from a small town, mm-hmm. I guess let's talk about how you kind of got into it or where, how, oh how did that all start? Uh,
1: well, my first convention was Anime Expo 20, 2007. 2007. Okay. Whoa, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, I definitely had a break all through college because I'm poor. How do people go do anything during college is beyond me. Who (laughs) knows? They all have Kofi's. Yeah, I had 20 (laughs) bucks to my name the entire time I was in college. I couldn't afford shit. Like, there's no way I could go to conventions. Absolutely. And cosplay was definitely off the uh, books for that one. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm not actually entirely sure how I got into it. I'm not even sure how I found out about AX, but I do remember, like, convincing my parents to take me there yeah. and my dad walking around with me at AX with all these tiny little children dressed up in cosplay and he's like I don't know what's going on but you know whatever <laughs> I'm here I'm with you and I did like this uh Misa Misa cosplay from Death Note but I didn't have a wig it was like, yeah. just my dark hair and little pigtails and things I found at like Hot Topic yeah perfect uh yeah and then of course the next year I went I'm gonna build a full outfit so I like sewed something completely from scratch it was horrible I never <laughs> want to do that again <laughs> I say having gone back in a cosplay now. Oh, of now, course, of course. Uh, which I absolutely love. So I did like a full D Gray Man like uniform the year after. Wow, you sewed it.
0: Uh, so my
1: my aunt and I did it together. Okay, but yes, with. Zero experience on either of our end, we went let's sew a full costume I because love we it. thought that was a great idea for some reason.
0: Everybody thinks it's a great yeah. idea. if you start cosplay, you think I don't know at what point you become overconfident and say, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm going to sew this entire." And it's never an easy cosplay. Yeah, it's, it's always is. something insane. Oh,
1: it's, <laughs> it's, it's always always
0: a really tough build where you're like, yeah. I'm going to do this yeah. thing. This thing's a good idea. Believe me. And everybody thinks we're all seamstresses and foam <laughs> crafters and welders. I don't know. We work with all this and we know everything. I'm like, I know yeah. nothing.
1: We're all pros until we're crying on the floor oh. two days before the con going, nothing's built. <laughs> and That's how it
0: goes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, that's so sad because it's so real yeah. and so true. Um, I love that. I... Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Well,
1: it was like the cosplay scene was just so different back then that we I didn't have a lot of options. So it was kind of the thing is, if I wanted to do a character, you kind of had to build it from you scratch. You did. Like, you had costumes you could buy, but the quality compared to nowadays was so horrible. Yeah. To the point, like, it was clearly a bot costume. I bought one costume when I was still doing it before college. Sure. And it was so terrible. I never wore it. The thing smelled like... The moment I opened it, oh, like, no. it looked terrible. It was kind of already falling apart. It had this just stench that my parents were like, please put that away. We don't want to smell it. We can smell it from your room. <laughs> like, you've never had that weird teenage smell from your room before, but boy, that's is it there so now. Like, All right, that's so funny. What was the boring.
0: cosplay? It was another degree of oh, cosplay. okay. <laughs> You're like, A much more beautiful one than yeah. the
1: one I currently was wearing. But it just, I, I didn't have the skills to build it. Yeah. And it just also clearly... Whatever cosplay like site I bought it from clearly didn't have the skill to build it no. at that time either. <laughs> That's
0: so fun. It is true. It's such a different landscape because yeah. I even remember in uh, I want to say 2010 is when Final Fantasy 10 came out. I want. Is that too late or too early? That's no, it's too, too late. late. That's it's, way
1: too late. Yeah, yeah. Oh
0: gosh, no, it's too. It has to be 2003 or it's four.
1: It's, it had to have been earlier. I played it kind of late while in high school, which
0: was before well, Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I was definitely still in college. So for me, that's mm. around oh three oh two. Whatever. It's so Final Fantasy ten. And the crazy part is, I've always had an affinity for yeah. Yuna, yeah. but I also remember like. It was X2, just kidding, it was X2 because it was her Gunner outfit, which I'm still in my head, I'm like, one day. One day. (laughs) It's coming, we'll see. Uh, Yeah, and we will see. That calls me going to the gym, which I apparently don't wanna do. So maybe it's never happening. But uh, I just remember at one point, like I bought a bunch of fabric. I didn't know what I was doing. And I thought it was actually just for a Halloween party. But in my head, I'm like, "Ooh, I'm going to do a Final Fantasy character. And I was so excited. But I bought all the wrong, like none of this fabric. I think it was like tulle. I well, yep, was going to try to try to build the <laughs> skirt with a tool at one point. I don't know. And I just realized very quickly I didn't even have a sewing machine. So here's Oh yeah, the- hand sewing the whole thing together. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Sound- sounded like I was prepared to cry forever. <laughs> but needless to say that costume never happened. Uh I gave up rather quickly, but I did buy. And the worst part about it was I was in a school where they make these beautiful costumes. I'm yep. sure I should have just asked somebody yeah. uh or paid attention in my 20 hours of costuming. No, I was the comedian cracking jokes and entertaining everybody, not sewing because I was a brat. And now I'm like, man, So sorry, (laughs) Martha, Martha marking. I should have paid attention and I should have built those. Costumes. I could have learned how to build a corset, and I didn't. Uh,
1: I felt like I should have taken more advantage in high school because we actually had a cosplay club at my high
0: school. That's so cool. So that was a lot of
1: my early like exposure to just animes and fandoms. Yeah. Various conventions was we even went as like a group to these cons. Like we essentially had someone had like a huge van that we all just piled into. So
0: fun! Oh my gosh, this sounds like an actual like anime. Like you know how (laughs) when you watch an anime, they have all those crazy. Clubs, yeah, yeah, and that the cosplay club it sounds like, like a—it <laughs> sounds like an anime school.
1: There was a fine line for me because there were certain days, just random days at school. They're like, we're gonna all just show up as cosplay. I go. I'm in sports, guys. I I can't show you're up like, Ooh. in cosplay
0: like this. This isn't gonna fly. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: get kicked that's, off my varsity team. You're like team guys. So
0: I'm still like a little cool, but like I get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, trying to swim with full cosplay gear. Oh my would gosh, be a great idea, right?
0: that's so funny. I mean, so fun. I didn't. We did not have a cosplay club. I don't know if I would have joined. I think the nerd of me would have really wanted to, but the other part of me like I'm a cheerleader and I can't. So <laughs> I don't also want to. I was a big theater nerd too, so I think they go hand in hand in a way. Oh, that's funny! I like that. Okay, so I guess we could do either. I want to try a segment called Q and Anime. Okay. I don't know. But here's the thing. I didn't write anything down. <laughs> so, so I don't know if these are either, like, really fast questions where you're just going to answer them quickly and we can move on or we can go in more depth. I think since it's just kind of a freewheeling conversation, we can sort of figure out. But we'll go with it anyway. So Q and anime. What was your first anime?
1: Oh, God. Uh, it was either... So I lived in China when I was a kid, so the we only had three, like, shows on TV that weren't just, like, the generic Chinese cartoons that yeah. we had. And it was Pokemon, Sailor Moon, and I don't know which Gundam it was, but one of them. Uh huh. Sailor Moon and Gundam, I liked looking at them, but I was a little young to kind of grasp what was happening. So gotcha. Pokemon was probably what I would say the first, the first anime. En- that's like everybody. Honestly, yeah, it's everybody's it's first. It's kind everyone's first anime. I mean, if I had to pick one that like I genuinely recognized as an anime, yeah. I think it was probably Naruto. Because okay. I picked up Shonen Jump. Just by chance. Mm-hmm. And they were in the middle of, like, I think the tuning arc or something. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is really awesome. I want to see what this is. So yeah. I, like, picked up some of the Naruto mangas, found out there was an anime, and started watching it. It was still very, very early in the anime that's, at that point.
0: Yeah, I mean, the tuning is pretty early on. Was yeah. it... Was, so you picked up the actual magazine?
1: Yeah, I picked up, like, the Shonen Jump, like, book. Oh, so it had, cool. like, one chapter of Naruto. It had one chapter of Bleach. Yeah. One chapter Ooh. One Piece. I think it had, like... Uh, what was, what else? They had Shield 21, Prince of Tennis. No, maybe. Oh my God, I Prince love the Tennis. Prince of Tennis. Was Tennis. Was Prince of Tennis in that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I was in it, I think. <laughs> there was a couple other ones. I like uh, found out like Black Cat was in that. That was how I got into that series. Okay. Um, De might have been in there. I think that was how That's I discovered it. That's so cool. That.
0: Well, how, what a crazy way to put out like. An, like oh, yeah. I don't know, it, not animes, but how to put it, uh, mangas. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. At first, I was like, I don't know the word for this. <laughs> <laughs> My brain exploded because um, I was going to say, you know, comics. You're like the yeah. Amazing Adventures of Spider Man is one full yeah, comic. Yeah. You know, as opposed to you're getting a weekly
1: one chapter, one week. chapter yeah, it's, of. It's great. Uh, and yeah, I didn't know what it was. I just happened to come across it. I think like someone gave it to me, or it just was like a free thing, and yeah. I just happened to open it up and read it and go, "Why are these backwards?" First of all, oh like, yeah, that was so new to me. that's the crazy way. Yeah, to read and it. I remember like the Shonen Jump habit thing it's like, "You read it this way," yeah. as I'm like, "Oh, like I had no idea what <laughs> no. this was." And I was like, "This is cool. Look at this art. This is awesome," yeah. and I wanted to draw like all the that's people so in it. That's so cool. And yeah, I was like, "Oh, anime. Like that's what I actually want to watch." Mm-hmm. So of course. Being a great time to be alive, computer's a thing, the internet's yeah. out there, and anime was available, so yeah. that's how I found it.
0: That's very cool. Uh, just on, it. this is not an anime question, how long did you live in China? <laughs>
1: uh, I lived there about seven and a half years. And then did you come... And I came to the U.S. I was, well, born here. Yeah. We flew out to China. Um, My dad worked at a company out there, several companies. uh, And I kind of lived just outside of Beijing. We lived a bit in the city, and then we moved to, like, half hour in the countryside. Yeah. So my exposure or like what I consider uh, my childhood is like before living in China and then living in U.S. It's like Uh, very distinctly broken up. Yeah. But uh, China was interesting too because I didn't realize I was already being exposed to anime because they had knockoff videos and knockoff games and knockoff like (laughs) toys, all of which were anime influenced. And I was just like, this stuff is cool. Not knowing that it was actually something until later in years where I would go, oh shoot I had this toy that was totally from this anime and I had
0: no idea that's so funny that that's kind of so cool uh yeah I didn't No, mine was just pretty much western comics from when I was not <laughs> comics but western cartoons like She-Ra He-Man yeah. I don't know My Little Pony
1: we were, we were a little <laughs> limited on what was available to us like I had three variations of the Monkey King I could watch on tv but like who here really wants to talk about Monkey King? Yeah, or, I don't know what of that is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I was like, I have no idea. If you knew
1: what it was, you'd actually notice it's in a lot of animes. But, like, on the whole, it's a very different background in terms of what people are interested in. Like, yeah. It's just not something that's here. Although, I freaking love Monkey King. Sure, but it's not a cartoon that will ever show up here. It just doesn't work with Western like, gotcha.
0: culture and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, That's so yeah, interesting. That's what it is. Okay, uh, I guess the second question, oh, we're winging it, <laughs> I go cute an anime and then I'm like, let's ask about a video game. <laughs> That's not the same thing. Okay, well then let's just go with what's your favorite anime?
1: My favorite anime, I probably would say Gunalagan. Okay. It was a show done by um, Gainax before they became split off and did Trigger Studio. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just this ridiculous anime that was just so over the top, and it just kept escalating and escalating and escalating, and it's so unapologetically, like, fun. Yeah. And, uh, the animation was just great, and I loved the art style, and they had these beautiful, like, cuts where they would go to these stills of rendered artwork where it was, like, high contrast of, like, black shadows and just, like, these pretty colors and yeah. stuff like that, and I just, it always sat with me. I loved it.
0: I feel like I did watch a little bit of it. I know that I am going to revisit it yeah, just yeah. because we were recently talking <laughs> about it. So I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. Okay, so the third question, what are you currently watching?
1: Uh, I have watched a bit of recently, um, there's a new anime series called Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin." I think that's what it's called. Okay. Uh, I've only, I think I'm like four episodes in because I mean. Worst part about being an adult is there's just not time to do things. Yeah, it's tough. The only good thing this quarantine has brought is the fact that, (laughs) I can watch watch whatever I want now. (laughs) Who's going to stop me? Nobody.
0: Um, Nobody. (laughs) But it's an
1: awesome kind of little anime that's recently came up that is, it's fun, it's whimsical, it's very, uh, just feel good and it's cool for me because mm-hmm. it's a series that touches up on the animation process.
0: Oh so it's
1: about the students in school who want to make an animated movie. Okay. Animated like movie. And yeah. they talk about like the process of how it's done, how the background design is done, how the character design is done, and the overlays, they talk about the technical aspects, the machines. That's but so it's funny. all in done in this fun way where it shows you all these cool stuff. And they even do it with like storyboards, so it shows essentially the viewer oh, what I get cool. to work on
0: from work. So yeah. it's
1: my life, like what I get to work on, but in an anime, which is awesome
0: for me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched this anime, and of course I cannot think of the name of it right now. <laughs> Brilliant. If I if I remember it, I'll put it in the uh, description down below. But it was about two boys who were wanted to write a manga. Okay. And so the whole thing was like pitching their idea, yeah. drawing the manga you know, getting an editor, then having deadline. It was actually weirdly stressful. Oh. <laughs> it was weirdly stressful. I think I might know what you're talking but I about. But I didn't end up finishing it, but I do remember like really enjoying it, but yeah, it was yeah. just kind of, something you know, similar, but just about how, like how to yeah. be manga artists.
1: There, I think there was one in recent years that was like that, uh, I don't know if it's the same one you're thinking of, but one of the characters was like this taller dude. Maybe. Um, and he was one of the artists, and he was talking to like the female Oh my god! I have seen part of the series and I can't remember the name of it either.
0: Isn't it awful? All of a sudden you're like, I want to tell you about this thing. <laughs> Don't know the name. <laughs> if I if we remember it or if it comes back up, we'll yeah, we'll put it, was, put it, was put it in there. It was funny. Yeah.
1: It like poked fun at the fact. I even just remember specifically one of the like scenes they were talking about how the character looks like they weren't touching like the plane that they were standing on, like yeah. the ground. And the guy was like, Oh, I'll just solve it by putting her on an apple box. And you're like, <laughs> What? Why is there an apple box? Is she just carrying it around with her? Like, the other character was pointing these things out. Yeah. I was like, you know, the guy's kind of right, though. Drawing's hard. If I could just put an apple box under every character I misdrew,
0: yeah. perfect. perfect. Yeah, It's an easy solution. That. Oh, that's very funny. Okay. Uh, and I guess my last cue in anime question is, If you were to recommend an anime to someone who has not watched anime and they might want to get into anime, what would you recommend?
1: Mm, Okay. For that, I think I would ask, like, would you want something that's a little more comedic, a little more fun, maybe a little touch-up on romance? In which case, I would say Oren High School Host Club is Mm, a great one. Short, easy watch, fun. It leans more towards comedy than even, say romance uh, romance. so you're getting that more out of it but you're still getting some of the drama and the, mm-hmm. the background and stuff with really nice art uh and then otherwise i'd say if you're wanting more action more like world building of uh, something a little more serious and mm-hmm. dramatic um uh, full Metal alchemist brotherhood yeah would be my go-to for that it's a beautiful anime because it's so well built it's believable characters it's mm-hmm. got a great cast i mean The funny thing, too, is you think Edward Elric is the main character. He's really not. Mm -hmm. It's more of, like, the show is just built around with how Ed seems to be in these situations. So you're just more of seeing the repercussions and what Ed has to kind of deal with of the world around him. But it's not necessarily just about a 15-year-old. So you're seeing the adults. You're seeing the, like, military aspect. You're Mm -hmm. seeing, like, the the coup, the everything. The craziness that is going down. So... There's that. I mean, those will probably be my two, like, go-to in terms of recommendations yeah. on which one I think the person might like more. Mm-hmm. Very different, but both fun watches.
0: Absolutely. I agree with both of those. Those are uh, those are good. Those are really good choices. I enjoy both of those very much. <laughs> I've been watching anime for a, a while, I'd say. <laughs> so I've, I've had some exposure to different things. I think it's great. I think that's such an easy way... Especially Full Metal, for sure, uh, is such a, is a good, like, gateway yeah. anime. I, I feel like so, and so many people, no matter what, just because of also how it played on Adult Swim, it's, people have seen it, and yeah. they don't necessarily know what they're watching.
1: Brotherhood is particular great to me because it is something they went back and redid after yes. the manga finished. Because the original oh, FMA, makes sense. I watched that first. I did too. It, Brotherhood hadn't been out yet. Mm-hmm. I love the beginning of the original FMA, and I even the ending. I did cry, but rewatching it, it doesn't hold up. No, I wish it did. Yeah, but like suddenly cyborg at the end, yeah, android whatever. I'm just like, what? What happened? Why? How did we get to this? <laughs> did they just make up, the, up that ending? I guess ending? even the villain just suddenly lost all motive, yeah. like, for why they were doing this, and you go, this is kind of weird. But uh, Brotherhood is just beautifully built. It's self-contained. It, Because it's finished, they also knew how they were going to pace it all out and yeah. do it well. I mean, my only real complaint with it is, like, the beginning of the series, they did kind of skip over some of the stuff that was in the manga.
0: I think they just assumed you probably, probably watched... You
1: probably watched the original yeah. FMA because it was touched up on mm-hmm, since mm-hmm. they both started the same and then diverged. Yeah. So Brotherhood skips over that, which I was, I don't know, maybe a little annoyed by because mm-hmm. that was the only thing that would have made it just... Perfect, but yeah. otherwise it's a great series and it ends like so you're not watching for 900 episodes sorry one piece <laughs> but it ends it's great animation it's all ties up nicely you're not left with crazy cliffhangers that you don't know what's going on yeah because it's like I, I get why some people would be like, oh, watch Naruto, but like, are you really gonna want to sit there for Naruto for your first anime? And I think it's hard. It's I tough. think
0: Naruto is I for a very long time I did fight watching yeah. Naruto. Like my brother finally, like maybe two years ago, for some reason was just like, no, just like you gotta watch <laughs> some of it. Uh, he's like, you're probably gonna like ship it in more, but you gotta yeah. watch. But you do have to start with Naruto. And I'm like, okay, fine. You know? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. And finally, once I kind of, again, it was another one of those for me, decided to, I got, I had to push through a little in the beginning. But mm-hmm. then once the storyline actually really started picking up, which is like the tuning exams yeah, yeah. and you're getting more of the characters, Yeah. then I'm like, okay, I'm definitely in. But I've never had such hatred for <laughs> a character before. And actually – I don't mind Naruto. He's not even the one I hated the most. It's Sasuke. I, I, I
1: agree with you there. hate
0: Sasuke. I literally just want to have an episode where we just talk about how much we hate Sasuke.
1: Oh, let me know. I'll be down for that. <laughs> really? I have many opinions. I started watching when I was, what, 10, 11? Mm-hmm. I have opinions that I've been holding on to That's for so funny. What? Did you, okay, years. this
0: is my question, though. So, younger, over. you still hated Sasuke,
1: Well, I just didn't quite understand Sasuke. I didn't mind him when I started watching it because it was so young. It was well before he, like, defected or did any of those other things. It was well before even time skip happened. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know a time skip was coming, so I thought there were going to be 12 for the whole series. Oh, makes sense. Um, I was watching some of it, too, with my sister, who's not even into anime, but she watched Naruto with me. She loved Sasuke. Absolutely loved it. I didn't get it, but I was fine with him. That's and so then, funny. of course, everything goes to shit, and he, like, just does a 180, and I was worst. like, you're such a little turd. Yeah. You don't deserve to have friends. That's so funny. Just run away. Nobody even cares. <laughs> I know. Oh.
0: Well, I just told my brother, I'm like, I don't, what's the deal? Why is Naruto so obsessed with him? I'm like, he was never even nice to him. Not ever. So I don't understand why is your goal to, like, save this person who doesn't want to be saved? It To no end, but I just wondered... If my, if younger Inga watched Naruto, would I all of a sudden be like, swoon, Sasuke, you know? know. I
1: didn't get it when I was a kid either. So, I I mean, like, if I had to pick as a kid, Naruto was probably my favorite at the time. Uh, Because I've always, I don't know, liked the loud, boisterous kind of characters who maybe I'd say are a little on the dumb end, but that's fine.
0: Um, (laughs) Who doesn't like a dummy?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but. As an adult, I'd say, of course, like, everyone else, Kakashi's my favorite. He's, like, just a really messed up character with, like, a very intense background. So it's hard not to like a character who's just very well-written. Yes. Uh, Naruto still holds up well. Like, I I can't say he's my favorite, but I like him. Yeah. Uh, Sasuke, as a kid, he was just kind of there, I guess. Yeah, I just, I was (laughs) like,
0: this is the driving force of this anime? Like, seriously? This? I mean, I don't know. It's enjoyable enough at the same time. Like, again, it's one of those long ones if you're going to get into it yeah, and yeah. you want to spend some time watching something forever, <laughs>
1: then watch. Naruto Bleach, One Piece. There's oh, your three. You're done. Seriously. You don't need to watch anything else. You'll never,
0: I mean, One Piece you'll never stop watching because it's just, what, 900 episodes? What was the other one? Hunter x Hunter. I think that only oh, recently ended. I so love Hunter x Hunter. I hope they... Here's my thing, because the anime didn't actually go that long. The anime's super short. Is it? Yes, you gotta watch it. It's so good. (laughs) It's actually really good. But everybody's waiting for, I want to say the... third season mm. it's on netflix right now apparently is this a podcast I, i'm always promoting netflix netflix, netflix get yeah. at me hey her, hey her. <laughs> exactly. she right. i'm constantly promoting netflix but seriously i think it's on netflix it is dubbed yeah so because i just in general i think my favorite part about talking to adults is <laughs> about anime is that everybody's like yeah i mean I like the dub. I'll watch subs, but I like the dub because I'm an adult and I have other (laughs) things I have to do.
1: Well, I mean, for me, too, part of it was like when I was younger, the voice acting was just so bad. True. I just couldn't do it. The Japanese, at least, were good voice acting, even if I didn't get the nuances. Mm -hmm. The nice thing now with dubs, they've gone so advanced, too, that the voice acting's good, It's written also, so it's culturally impactful for you, like you're getting the references, they like rewrite it for you, it's relevant to you. You're not trying to translate bad Japanese, or not, I wouldn't even say bad Japanese puns. They're just Japanese puns that you don't get because you didn't grow
0: up with it. Exactly. So
1: part of it is like, if you don't know the culture, why are you forcing yourself to try and understand something that you're just never gonna get?
0: I want to say I think it's Sailor Moon or, or no no it's Pokemon sorry so okay. in Pokemon in the beginning when they were like eating um, they are eating rice you yeah, know yeah. the little rice balls but no matter what the translation it's, for it's America fun. was a donut yep. <laughs> they're constantly eating donuts it clearly doesn't look like a donut but it's always like oh that donut looks delicious yeah. it, <laughs> it's
1: funny too because there are like dub animes where you can tell they just straight up through the script out the window and yeah. just like Screw it. Voice actors and do whatever you want.
0: That's crazy. And I
1: think it's it's funny to bring this up because no one ever wants to talk about Italia actually does a great
0: job of that. <laughs> really? I haven't watched... I watched a couple of episodes of Italia, yeah. but I was like, what is happening?
1: <laughs> I had watched it uh, subbed originally because that was the only thing out when I had first watched it. Yeah. And then later couple years later I had watched it dubbed and I gotta say it's hilarious and dubbed in a way that I never got when it was just in Japanese because it's so many puns so many like references into like the language itself that I just wouldn't get Mm -hmm. but when it's dubbed now they even said those jokes don't translate the same way so screw it let's throw out that script rewrite it in a way that the English speaker will understand what's happening and make it funny for them
0: that's good so that's I feel like is there a Sweden? Is there a guy who's sweet? Or is yes. there... Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. just I was like, I feel like I just remember that voice actor being insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I listening do to? The thing too with the dub
1: is like, you clearly can tell everyone has an accent. Yeah. If they do in Japanese, I can't tell because I don't speak Japanese. Absolutely. So. And I don't think I'll ever if I do learn Japanese, I don't think I'll ever be good enough at Japanese to get that nuance. Yeah. So watching it in in English is already more fun for me because I get to see them go over the top and do these stereotypes that Italia is meant to have Mm -hmm. in a way that like I will just never understand with it in Japanese. So part of it for me is What am I going to understand more? Which is going to be a better performance? Mm -hmm, Which mm -hmm. is going to, like, connect with me more? It's not even always the case of, like, oh, I just don't have time to stare at a monitor. Yeah. (laughs) Which, it's true. I don't have time to stare at a monitor. Yeah. But... I'm not going to let that be my deciding factor. I like sub. I like dub. It's just every show approaches it differently. Mm -hmm. So I have to pick and choose. And sometimes I'll watch both and then later on decide which did I like more.
0: True, true. I mean, honestly, right now, just because the uh, sub comes out faster of My Hero Academia, I will actually still watch the sub, even though I really enjoy the voice actors of the dubs. But I had such a... um, Not addictive, but maybe a little bit of an addictive personality that I just, if I'm ready to watch something, I need to know and I got to watch it right away. I did that with Inuyasha too, but like back in the day when it was first coming out very slowly and the dubs took, I mean, forever. It would take like six months before, after the season's out. For the dub to even come out. For them yeah, to even yeah. begin working on it. So I I, I was on LimeWire. I don't even know how I was doing this. I was downloading anime episodes on my computer. Watching them in subs. And just being like, oh. <laughs> hey, no worries. The number of mangas I've read
1: through, just because I'm like the anime's not fast enough. Exactly. to get through this.
0: That's so crazy. I, I always thought about it, but I'm like, I'm gonna hold out. But why? <laughs> why? Why? Why did I hold out? Hey, the manga's good. Yeah. It's a different form, but it's just as good. I believe it, cause it's just like reading a book. You get to do your own voice. <laughs> and with really pretty art, so yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, we are back. Okay, still here with Haley, who the Jill of All Trades. Let's talk a little bit about your, like, just cosplay, photography, cosplay in general. Cosplay. (laughs) (laughs) So, at the same time, you have a cosplay photography page on your Instagram. What? got you kind of into wanting to do that, or just even like t- spending the time on it. Cause um, you know, a lot of people like to be in front of the camera, not necessarily behind.
1: Well, part of that for me, I guess, is the fact that I already have spent a lot of time behind cameras because mm. I've worked on live action things. So I'm used to equipment and stuff like that. So I love technical anything. Uh, But I'll be real, the my major motivation for getting into cosplay photography is the fact that there aren't a lot of female cosplay
0: photographers. Oh, I love that. That's, yes. Okay, I absolutely love that. Okay, tell me more.
1: It, it, Not gonna lie, it was straight up, there was some debate going on, I think on Twitter and on Instagram, it was like going from uh, social media, to social media, Mm -hmm. about the fact of like, they were just trying to promote other female photographers. Okay. uh, Making a point of how few there are. Yeah. And part of it too is like, having gone to conventions, I have noticed it's, all guys. That's and it, so true. A lot of them are like just the same ones you'll run to again and again yeah. and you never like diversify. Mm-hmm. So part of it I was like I just kind of want to change that up. Like I don't do enough photography. I'm not there always at a con just to do photo setups because I also want to cosplay. Yeah. Um. But the fact that so few people can name other female photographers it like kind of just rubbed me wrong a little. I was like yeah you know what no one else is doing it so i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna make a point point. and i mean it's it's not just me there are other great female photographers out yeah. there but um it is it does seem to be a little more exclusive and part of it too is the female photographers also do cosplay they don't yeah. just do one thing mm-hmm. one thing only uh so sometimes you also just don't realize a lot of them are photographers absolutely uh unless you like book something with them you go oh shoot you also do photos yes uh, but they're just so talented and, and it's a thing that i just wanted to kind of try and bring a little more attention to so even if i'm in full costume i'll bring my camera i'll do quick photos mm-hmm. um i don't charge for any i don't do like professional photo shoots like on that and yeah. i will like pull people aside and get them photos and edit them for them but mm-hmm. it's all free because part of it too is a lot of times at cons people don't have the money to do this sort of thing you already spent the money on the costume you spent the yeah. money on the entry my god just a bowl of like rice at the con is 13 how 17 expensive. dollars
0: somewhere between that yeah
1: <laughs> and then you want to buy merch you want all these things yes. like it's not always worth paying like i don't want to have people pay for this and i it's i get some people it's their career they want to make money sure. off of photography but mm-hmm. i'm not hurting in any way to for the money in that way cuz yeah. i have a job i love already So going to a con and getting to do this for someone else who might not have the option to is nice for me. And it's a chance to also show, yeah, hey, there's female photographers, there's other people, it's not just the same ones you run into again and again and again.
0: Oh, I love that. And I think that's, uh, I know that I've been hearing for the most case that uh, East Coast, it's kind of like cash heavy with your photographers.
1: That's what I recently found out too. Yeah, and that I had no all idea. the
0: photographers yeah. will be like, oh yeah, sure, I'll shoot you, but like, here's the price. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's to me is a little wild where people say they come from the East Coast, come to a West Coast convention, and the photographers aren't charging yeah. unless they are set up somewhere off to the side, mm-hmm. or they do kind of announce that they are taking slots, and then you can yeah. pay for that. But I think it's really great that you're taking the time and you're, you know, you're shooting yeah. different people and they get to see you shooting them. And then because you're not being paid at the same time, you can do it more so at your own <laughs> I know. I'm really bad
1: about getting a great, like, oh, yeah, I shot 100 photos. I'll get you four now and we'll see when the rest comes. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not being paid. So there's yeah. not a lot of stress there on my end to rush out on it because they're not a client for me exactly. that I need to worry about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the thing is, too, it's just... don't know like here even when people do have photo setups like they still do free photos oh that's true which is a lot of people
0: will there are i i've just saw a couple of people with sign ups being like oh i'm gonna be at this con even though now of course because the world is ending i saw a cosplay photographer actually be like Oh, all the conventions are canceled, so if there's any cosplayers in the SoCal region who want to shoot, like, let me know, because he doesn't have any pictures. He's got nobody to shoot now.
1: Support your freelancers. Help them out. They're working just as hard as any artist. Oh, I think he was
0: doing it for free, though. I think he was just because he doesn't have...
1: better on him. Yeah,
0: because he doesn't have any cons to go to right now, which... It's definitely a bummer. <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, definitely a bummer.
1: having it tough right now. But, um, I mean, that's the thing, too. It's the nice part of, like, having, I guess, being fans of anime and mm-hmm. being fans of video games and stuff is you do find a community that you get to meet people and get along with and yes. become friends with. And you want to support each other. You want to keep this community going. I mean, God, there's always going to be drama and shit going down or yeah. whatever. But, like, there's also people that you meet that you are friends with in a way that you wouldn't have believed it before. Like the fact that we met each other at like Mm -hmm. a convention just walking on the con floor. Like, who would have thought? I know. It's I mean, crazy. Almost, what is it, year? Two years? I know.
0: Now we're, now we are. We're getting, I think we're going to hit the two-year mark, two year yeah. mark pretty soon here.
1: And we see each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Not just for conventions. Just because we want to hang out. No. The fact,
0: this We're real friends. Yeah. Can you believe it? Real friends. Adults <laughs> Guys, with friends. we're real friends. <laughs> we're adults who became real friends. Which, I have to say, though, being an adult, making friends can be really hard. Oh, absolutely. Especially just now. Now it's just tough in general for people to just make friends but I think it was crazy because we were all in Final Fantasy costumes so it was Final Fantasy was kind of like the gateway that opened the door to our friendship but had we not been in maybe the same genre of things we there we could have just as easily never met which is wild
1: i mean part of it too i think really worked towards our advantage is the fact that we were all adults
0: yeah that too
1: (laughs) the fact that we're all adults we go oh other people in our age group like like the same things we do oh my god we're still around
0: that's so that's so true it's so so true um, cause no shade to the younger no, it's cosplayers. It's just easier to, you know, kind of get along with people yeah, who yeah. are in a similar age group who already like similar things. Yeah. I think that's what makes cosplay so fun and, yeah. uh, and just such a nice way to express yourself, yeah. enjoy a fandom, talk to people about different things that you probably in your everyday life would not talk about.
1: Well, I mean, part of it too, what's unique for our circumstance as adults who are into these things mm-hmm. is the fact that we grew up in an age where it started becoming more and more popular. Yeah. We were all being exposed to it, but all these adults in our lives at the time were saying, oh, you'll grow out of yeah. it. You won't be interested. You won't... Like, my parents were st- are still set on me throwing all, out all my animation, my video game stuff. They're telling me, like, oh, you're not going to keep liking this. I go... I, well, I think we both might have <laughs> sailed at this point. Like, I think I'm in here for life. Absolutely. And part of it is meeting someone else our own age. It's like, hey, we're still around. It's proof that we didn't have to grow out of that we can still enjoy yes. the things we enjoyed.
0: Yes. Oh, I think that's such a good point because at some point, everybody is trying to tell you like, yeah. that there's a specific way to grow up or that's a specific way, like now, t- mm-hmm. ta-da, you're an adult uh, and you no longer like any of the things you used to like. Which I think is so, I know, (laughs) I think that's so crazy. Because in my head, I go, really? Do you just stop liking something because you get older? I don't know. I don't really think that's the case. Sometimes, yeah, maybe you lose a little interest or you can't devote as much time to it. But I don't know if that necessarily means like, oh, now I'm just done. Like, that's it forever. It's it's a crazy (laughs) mentality to think that that's possible
1: to one day just wake up and not like that anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, too, because it is a debate that has come up online with some of the younger fans in different, like, animes and video games and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, people who are in their 30s can't like these scenes anymore. I go, Ugh. hold on a second. Yeah. Wait till you're older and you will realize how wrong this is. Because part of it, too, is having fans who are older than you shows that it's okay to keep liking exactly. these things. Exactly. You don't have to necessarily conform to society's standards of, like, let it go, you're going to be miserable for the rest of life yeah. now that you're an adult. <laughs> enjoy yourself. Bummer. Find the little pleasures. like, And then also help other people to enjoy these Absolutely. pleasures. And keep it going and motivate each other and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But, the one joy of being in a community of fans who like the same thing is you should be able to find other people you connect
0: with absolutely oh that's so true i just yeah it really does drive me crazy where people go oh all of a sudden you hit 30 you can't cosplay anymore and you can't you know you can't like this thing anymore you can't go to disney (laughs) you can't do any of these things i'm like i am an adult. Who still goes to Disney films? Uh, I probably will not stop. <laughs> San's child, I will still go to a Disney film and I will enjoy it. So, yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> not everyone is gonna like the same things, but you know, the fact that you can support someone else and be go, no, it's cool to keep like be 80 years old on your deathbed playing video games. No one should stop you.
0: That's true. I mean, it just matters. At the end of the day, it's about your perspective. Yeah. Like, what. Yes. Should you forego paying your bills to watch anime? No. Yeah. Find, find a nice balance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just be a balanced person. At the same time, it's I love how we always get here, and it's always like, and video games really quick. Even though <laughs> we'll, we never get to the video games. At some point, we'll get to the plus. Uh, but we'll we'll dive a little into it really quickly before we we come to an end. So, video games. When did you start? What's your favorite one? Mm.
1: Video games is kind of tough for me because uh, my parents weren't a big fan of video games. Mm. Uh, watching anime is easy because you can find it online. Yeah. Uh, even watching cartoons because we grew up in an era with Saturday morning cartoons is you knew exactly when it was going to be on yes. it was on a weekend. No tea or no school blah blah uh-huh. blah. You could go watch it. Uh, video games is a little tougher because you had to buy a console. You had to buy all these other things. Yeah. So my first exposure to video games was handheld devices. I still have my Game Boy Pocket. I'm pretty sure the only reason my parents bought it for me was because we had these long-ass flights back back and forth from China to America, and who really wants to deal with kids from three to six years of age on an 11-hour flight without any entertainment? That's insane. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So
1: video games was my thing with that, and it was great because one of it, too, was I got uh, Pokemon Red, I think, about a year before I moved To the US. Okay. Um, And I could not read English before coming here. Oh, okay. Uh, So, having Pokemon was actually one of my big motivators for learning English. That's so cool. So, a lot of the text and easy dialogue I learned through that, and it was one of the things that got me into reading and doing other stuff and caught me up to like other kids my age um But besides handheld devices, I had a GameCube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have a lot of games. My sure. mom bought like really discounted crappy games. I had some M M&M and M game that I had never opened up, and I was just like, I'm not gonna play this thing. It's no so one knows what this funny. is. Funny, uh,
0: like the candy.
1: Yeah, okay. I don't even know what this is. It was like the <laughs> days of when they would like give you free games in your Happy Meal toys and stuff, sure. and you're like, cool, I'm gonna play this free McDonald's game. Yeah, or Burger King. I remember yes, they had Yes, one. yes, yes, yes. Uh, But like, I wasn't interested in that. And I had like one Zelda game, which was Wind Waker. I absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my video game exposure was fairly minimal. Um, Played it in high school a bit, anytime I went to a friend's house. So Xbox was probably my next big one. So every friend I had played Xbox. I played a lot of Halo, I played Call of Duty. Um, I got very competitive with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anytime I was at a friend's place. But college, freshman year, no adult supervision. Uh, pretty much the moment a friend was like, hey, I have this Xbox 360. I'm not playing it. He, mostly because he's really bad at video games. Oh. I think that was probably why he was getting rid of it. He's like, sure. I've got like 10 different games I've tried and I just don't care for. it. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll sell it to you for cheap. And I bought all of it. Uh, okay. And the nice thing was as an art student, my finals week is very different than most of the other students. Yeah. I don't have to study because I've been working on my final for mm-hmm. like the whole semester. Mm-hmm. So I remember spending like essentially the two weeks That were the final weeks. Yeah. Just in the uh, common room of our dorm, just playing video games like nonstop. Uh So I think I got through Fallout, I got through uh, multiple The Fable games, I got through, oh god, I I did play Call of Duty, I played Gears of War, I played a bunch of stuff that were popular on Xbox that later I kind of started going away from that but um that was like my, my first deep dive into video games and i just like lost all self-control for like <laughs> a couple months there yeah um and i even worked at uh, a GameStop for a while
0: oh that's i you know i always so, thought about that oh my <laughs> like, discount baby it was
1: it was interesting um part of it because when i had started at that GameStop, it was an all girls game stop we only oh. had female employees by the time i left we had one yeah uh, I don't know how they managed to wean us all out, but, my God, it was impressive. Um, but, like, there was some cases where I'd say, yeah, it was a great experience. I met people who were really interested and wanted to talk video games and things like that. Mm-hmm. And there was other times where I did have some of those, like, cliche, like, Reddit stories where you say, like, oh, yeah, a guy came in and refused to talk to me. And that was, like, my specialty Ew. was an Xbox because I played so much of it. Yeah. Everyone else was, like, Nintendo, and PlayStation. And one guy came in, wanted to ask about Xbox stuff. Uh, but refused to talk to me. So I had to go get another guy who literally stood between the two of us while he would ask that other employee who would turn to me and I would answer and he would just turn back. Wow. And so it was the most bizarre situation. Oh my back of, gosh. Like, this is real. I hate
0: that. This is Ugh, real
1: life. That's, um, what a nerd. But I got to say, <laughs> <laughs> because what was nice though, working at GameStop is you do technically get to rent the games. And oh. I say that with kind of quotation marks. Uh, where you get to borrow and take it home for a few days and you bring it back. So I kind of blazed through a lot of games. Oh, that's games cool. That um I mean, did I play those games well? No, but I was on a timeline, so sure. I just try to like book get it. As it. Fast yeah, as I could. just do it. Uh, but yeah, I think it was like what what games even came out that year? There was a lot of big name titles when I was working at GameStop that I got to play. Even though they were like brand new games i was like i don't have to play for it or pay for it anyway. yeah. because one guy like bought it and returned it the day after to sell it back he's like i played through the whole game i'm like i'm not sure how you did but congrats we'll take it that's <laughs> what we like, do at GameStop. Okay, we cool. resell your games that yeah. you immediately sell back to us um, but once it was, like, already opened,
0: I get to borrow it. Oh, so, that's cool. I would just, like, play that's still, as best I could. That's still pretty fun. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Ugh, I hate that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, seriously, dude. What? That's why you, uh, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but that's, that's cool. I mean, that's a fun way. I was never an Xbox girl, to be honest. I was always a PlayStation yeah. for me. Well, Nintendo, Nintendo, Sega, and PlayStation is kind of, My background in games and then I just from that point on was always like the next new PlayStation. I did end up having an Xbox for a little while but for some reason for me it was the controllers. I think I was so used to Mm. that PlayStation controller that when I tried to go over to the Xbox it was just like too big. But also I'm not a first person shooter type of person like i just don't play those games well i get too nervous i'm like <laughs> s- shooting into the sky it's the worst thing you've ever seen i actually played PUBG on it with my friend okay. and uh i flash banged him but he was trying to kill me so he deserved I mean, it that's what you're kind of supposed to do but we were on the same team well, that's not what you're supposed to do then. I don't really know what you guys were going for. So. He was, he decided to turn on me because I was, I couldn't keep up. So he decided Take to. Take out the weak link. Yeah, he yep. decided to turn on me. But my favorite part was he said he had like a 50 inch TV and he was playing in the complete dark. I was also playing in the complete dark. So when I flash banged, I flash banged both of us. And he was like, I just hear on the, the, on the microphone, my eyes. Maya." <laughs> <laughs> Which, I was dying, because I was also like, my eyes! <laughs> Neither one of us could see for a minute. Abort! Abort! the exactly. made oh, This is, Everything's bad! It was, and then, yeah, I think immediately we both probably died, but we got shot by somebody else. But to me, it's still the fun, but that's my extent of PUBG. I was like, I can now retire.
1: Yeah, shooter <laughs> games are very, very different, and I mean, it's like also the camera is very different, too. It's so where,
0: hard. That Why do I need to, why? Why do I need to control it so much? It's too much.
1: I mean, I grew. I, well, I didn't grow up with it. Like, I played a lot of it though because yeah. I had mostly guy friends, so mm-hmm. that was really yeah. A Call lot of my Duty and yeah.
0: all of those. But I,
1: I totally have friends who like get motion sickness who can't play those games. I believe like, it. The moment they start, they go, oh
0: god. That's so funny. Like, I get it. I totally get yeah. it.
1: Like even for me, who doesn't get motion sickness, it's hard to kind of track everything that's going yeah. on all the time. You're constantly moving. Mad
0: it's props insane. to people who can do this. Yeah. I, I just, t- I do not have the patience for it, and I the, or the skill because. Like I said, I'm constantly looking at the sky, just shooting oh, it's nothing. Just, it's just such a different genre. Like
1: it's not for everyone. I mean, I mean, it's it's insane. There's so many things to keep track of. Yeah, you gotta too many. know your console. You gotta know your controls. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. moment you also go to a friend's house, you're like, why is this flipped on the access? You're insane. These buttons are
0: all wrong. Scott. <laughs> exactly. <out> <laughs> people express. attack you, I'm screaming. I'm just like, no, don't kill me. But I'm just dying. Yeah, no, it's for me, it's RP. Uh, like, RPGs, give me any and all yeah. RPGs, even weird ones, because I would go into GameStop and I would look at the covers.
1: Oh, okay. okay. And,
0: because, uh, you know, Final Fantasy only came out, like, once every, like, other year at that time. I felt like it wasn't, like, very consistent where it was, like, year, year, year. I felt like it was a little bit further in between. Or maybe that's just what it felt like because I was just having RPG withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would, based on what the cover looked like, was what I would pick a game on. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to play this <laughs> Honestly, weird game. A bad thing. No, like, sometimes you, they're good. You find some great things that way. Absolutely. It's how I pick wine, too. I just <laughs> look at the label and I'm like, yeah, that's mm, the one. <laughs> looks fun. I'll go with this one. <laughs> that is the one. All right. Well, I hate to say it, but we are coming to an end. And this has been super, super fun. Haley, tell us where we can find you.
1: Uh, You can find me on Instagram. Uh, I have my regular kind of, like, cosplay account. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Haley May. It's, well, spelled Chinese-ish. So it's H-E-I-L-I-M-E-I. And then for my photography account, it's May Art. So H-E-I-M-E-I Art, A-R-T. I'm both on there. I mean, I'm around. The thing is, when you work in media, too, like, your name floats around. Yeah. You can Google me. I'm on there. I'm on IMDb. It's wherever.
0: (laughs) imdb -er. Yeah, I'm around. (laughs) Well, she's around. All right, you guys, I'm definitely going to put that information down below so you can check out Haley because you should. You're going to come back. We're going to deep dive more into video games and more of the plus. I don't even know if we even scratched the surface of anime, you guys, but this has been a super fun conversation. So with that, thanks for listening to Adults Talking Anime, and we'll see you soon. Keep it real. Bye.